0: Quite often, I hear that people talk about um, early symbolic actions to take uh, on that journey, and um, quite frankly, it's not language that I that speaks to me. Um, symbolic. Um, I think it's much more interesting to think about, you know, things that you really just want to do out of your own integrity, or because um, you know the, the system is crying for it. And I talk more about that in earlier videos about where where to start. Um, but I think there is an interesting question about: Do you start um, right away with um, you know big actions that fundamentally will impact the organizations, or do you start with smaller steps? Right? Um, you can start with big things straight away. I mean, you know, creating total financial transparency and training everyone um, in financial literacy—you know—could be a big thing, for instance. Um, but perhaps you know the organization isn't. Quite ready yet, you know, perhaps the, the level of trust isn't quite there yet and you know rather than starting with something big that um, You know would be too sudden a change you may want to start with a number of smaller things But that do affect everyone and start to change a culture, you know start to uh, Bring flexibility in the system, you know start to infuse it with oxygen to make it ready for for bigger changes um, And and Here are just a number of Um, Interesting examples I've you know heard about here and there and I I think could serve you as as inspiration Um, I um, You know heard from um, the ministry of uh, transport in Belgium where um, a really um, You know interesting powerful guy called Laurent Ledoux did a number of changes and and it it started with um, Le comité des petits cailloux and I think it's um, It's a broader practice in this movement um, of the, the liberated uh, enterprises, les entreprises libérées in, in the French-speaking world, um, and so the Comité des Petits Cailloux. It basically means the committee of the, you know, the small pebble. And uh, the image here is that, you know, everyone in their work has like this little um, this little stone in in their shoe. You know, and you can walk for a while with that stone in your shoe, but you know, if you if you go for a longer hike after one or two hours, you know, or more this will start to become really, really painful. And most people have that in their own work and are powerless to change something about it. You know, it's the printer that is too far or that is never working. It's, you know, having, you know, lacking the right little software tool is, um, you know, not being, having the right meeting set up to discuss things. And, you know, um, the list goes on and on. And so what they instituted at that um, that, uh, ministry is that They promised as senior leaders um, that there would be this committee that would react within one week to every um, Complaint about this little pebble that was made to them and try and fix it or at least within a week come back and say why they believe it couldn't be fixed Um, And that just created a tremendous energy in the organization that suddenly all sorts of things that had been stuck You know, there was an avenue to address them and to change them and there was just a sense of being more powerful Now mind you, it was still top management deciding, it wasn't the advice process, but it was very powerful to go in that direction Um, uh, Something similar that they instituted was the notion that as of now any meeting would be open You can start joining any meeting that you want, whether you're invited or not Um, Including meetings of the executive committee, right? So they would add two chairs and you know first come first serve the first ones to, to come can sit there um, and it, you know, if there's really something confidential then, you know, you'd be asked to to leave for uh, That particular topic, but otherwise all meetings are open. But it, well, it sends quite a powerful uh, signal and it starts changing things in the attitudes like I, I hear that when you do that, you know, people come for a number of meetings and Then realize these are just boring meetings like other meetings and then no longer particularly interested in. um, A similar thing um, was sort of the notion that as of now, you know, you're allowed to leave any meeting that isn't worthwhile, that isn't adding any value Right? You actually actively encouraged to leave a meeting that isn't of any value Now that, that can, you know, kind of changes your, your culture um, Obviously there is a, a change you can make to all of the power symbols You know, to all of the, you know, no longer having a big corner office Or start using it in a different way um, than just for the CEO And, you know, changing Policies that create different castes of people, Um, you know, it's a powerful, it's a powerful change Um, There is a Man in the Netherlands called Ben Koeken, who is a a great journalist and writer on topics of self-management and he um, mentions some organizations that that have um, What you know in Dutch is called on so an evening to get rid of rules and policies so this is just an evening where you make an invitation and everybody's invited And you just go through the list of all the policies and wonder, you know, do they still make any sense? Or can we just throw them away? Right, um, in large organizations, you know, one evening might not be enough Maybe, you know, you do it a special two-day uh, event um, But it's really quite, quite powerful and sends a powerful uh, signal and suddenly creates freedom um, I remember some other organizations where um, people did what, what Semco in, in Brazil do, as does, which is that uh, whenever you, know, you need to nominate a new leader or a new manager, so still in the old pyramidal framework, um, you let people from below um, write a job description and interview their future manager and decide on their future manager, rather than being decided from the top. Um, again, it doesn't alter fundamentally the system, but boy, does it change the culture of the organization um, you know, So these are all really simple things that you can start doing and which start to create some, some powerful change um, There's many more ideas um, uh, in in some books um, You know, I, I really like Managing for Happiness from Jurgen Apollo that has some great ideas um, Or Organize com- for Complexity uh, from Niels Feiling um, you know, these books and similar books could be just great sources for for inspiration so you know, something like um, replacing bonuses with merit box uh, merit boxes you know where people just decide you know who of their peers uh, to give money to uh, is a powerful idea um, making you know a kudos box or making you know a feedback wall or, or a mistake wall you know all of these things um, don't cost anything but are small steps um, that prepare the organization and when the organization is ready, then you can move on to two bigger steps. Um, and then one last piece. I made a specific video about that, but um, I really believe that as much as possible, these early starting actions, you know, should also break with the dry traditional language and memos and uh, you know this this dry corporate aesthetic. Um, you know, try to make things visually appealing and fun and simple and visual and hand drawn. Um, you know just in the way you present things, you can also create quite a powerful um, changing culture. Perhaps you've noticed there is no paywall, no monthly membership to access this video series. That's because the videos live in the gift economy. This is how it works. I gift everything that goes into making the videos, my time, energy, and insights, and you get to choose what feels right to gift back. Please take a moment to reflect on what would feel good to give in return to help me continue doing this work. Thank you.